Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Father, we thank you. Let grace come upon you, the hearing of your word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, first of all, you need family faith for a family to build a strong future, prepare to have an upper hand in the future. We need faith. All right. And then secondly, what do we need? Secondly, what do we need? I can't hear you. So love is necessary. Love helps to build a secure future. The best way to prepare people for the, for the future, the best way to prepare people to take over in the future or have an upper hand in the future is to give them God, to, to, sh- to let them develop in the atmosphere of love, which gives them confidence. Love gives you confidence. Love gives you boldness. The third thing that we need in the, uh, the third one, uh, A-L-T, Someone say T. T stands for training. Training. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6. We need training in every family. The kind of training a family engages in determines the future of the members of the family. Train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it. So that is why when people get born again and come to church, we need to quickly begin to train them the things of God. There are people, some people who have been, have been witnessing, have been experiencing, seeing. In fact, some have, have, Bishop, some have even become pastors who were not trained, discipled. Many. Many. Ah. Many. I'm telling you. And some of you are here who have become victims of undiscipled pastors. <laughs> some of you didn't get it. And they are at best doing what they know. But Bible says once you train someone from the beginning and they grow, it stays with them. It, the, future of a, the future of a person has everything to do with the training the person receives. Train up a child in way and when he grows, shall not depart. Your future is a reflection of your training. So in our natural families, we must make sure that our families have strong training. When we talk about training, we're also talking about education. I feel sorry, you know, I have big pity for people, families that trivialize education. If you are from a family which does not respect education, it, your future will really not be fully certain. Now, watch this. But I'm not saying that formal education is the only way to greatness in future. So you, you have to understand that there are people who have made it without any formal education. But it is very dangerous to rise in life or to be trying to face the future without any preparation. Education is a form of preparation for a takeover. 
That is why church is a good, that's why you see this, nowadays when we fast, we don't just come and pray kabo, kabo and go. I have to educate someone. We need to tell someone, so, because anytime we come to church, it's time to learn again. It's time to learn again. It's time to learn something. Because what you learn defines how you, how, how you will last. Or what upper hand you will have. Praise the Lord. So, education. Now, but the problem is that some of us, all are focused. Some people, they focus everything on education. You are raising your children. You don't joke with their schooling. Any everything, everything. School, 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 school. It is necessary. But school is not all. Other than that, you will raise clever devils. <laughs> so much as we have to value education, that is why the altar, we have the altar first. We have the godliness first. But if you have godliness and you don't have training, and you don't have education. You will be, you know, there are people who are very, they love Jesus, but that's, they will die and go to heaven. But on earth, they are struggling. Struggling. This, nothing works because the necessary training it requires to have mastery. Can you imagine you speak in tongues powerfully and yet you, are, you, you want to be a pilot. You don't want to go to school. You don't want to do any training. It, one great man of God said, it is only in the kingdom of God that we have people who want to be specialists, but they don't want to be trained. They say, I'm a prophet. Who trained you? No, God trained me himself. <laughs> God trained you himself. He doesn't do that. There's no one on earth, even Adam, he wasn't trained by God. No one on earth that God trains himself. That's why God puts people in families. When you get born again, you must find yourself in a Christian family, a church family. If you, if you are listening to me either on the internet or anyway, and you don't have a church family, and so as for me, I'm an evangelist. Even an evangelist must have a base. The people who go to space, do you think they, they came from somewhere? Space rockets must be shot from some grounds. Where, where is your grounds? So everyone must belong somewhere. And those people who say, I wait, God forgot to lead me which church to go to, and then I'll go. I don't really belong to any church per se, but I'm, you know, most of these churches, the pastors are not powerful enough, so I stay. So you with your powerful self, go and humble yourself. Bible says that <laughs> even your lack of humility shows how, how powerless you are. Hallelujah. And so trainings, everybody say training. training. Say training. So when we talk about training, for a family to have an upper hand in the future, the family must engage in strong training. And we talk about training, we are talking about education, both formal and informal education. The formal education is very helpful. It helps you to secure, when you, when you engage, you give yourself to a, a, a healthy formal education, it can position you for a healthy, a healthy career. <laughs> I discovered even now football, footballers sometimes they do, besides the informal, they do some calculations or they sit down, they lecture them, they show that you have to. So everything is becoming intellectual. So we have to give ourselves to training. Now watch this. When we talk about training, we are talking about informal training, we are talking about giving people education, education, and then giving them value for education. When people value studies, an ignorant, foolish boy will say, I mean, I want to make money. What is education? I don't care. I want to make money. 
that is clear folly at display. <laughs> clear folly at display. You go and make that, that small money which cannot even fix a car tie. Keep making it. After a while, the people who you thought you were wiser than, they, you, you go begging them to give you something or give you some cleaning job to do in the house so you can get. <laughs> so you, you, it saddens my heart how many people, many of the young men, particularly the men, it's the men, particularly the men. Some of the girls who are like that, but particularly the men. Particularly the men. As soon as you see their waistline going down, you know that they are beginning to trivialize education. <laughs> well, that's where it starts from. Belt. The thing is supposed to be here, then it begins to drop down. And they begin to walk in a certain way. <laughs> no education happen. You check. They, now, most of them even value prison more than formal education. Yes. Sadly, I've been in. I've been in. And then they are going around with their badges. I've been in. Such a shameful life. There's no future. There's no future. In future, when you are going to look for any good job, see, sometimes they don't realize it until they are 50, 45. And then now they have become angry. They go for interview. They don't even, because they don't, no proper training. That's where we want to show our boys how to wear suits. Yeah. It's all part of training. Yes. Once, once, recently, one of our workers came to church. Last Sunday, I think, so came to church. A very decent guy. He was surprised. He came to church. He's one of our decent guys. And I said, I said, where's your tie? He said, oh, Pastor. I said, where's your tie? I said, I said my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do I need a time to serve God? <laughs> we are training people in this house. We are training them. So by the time you are meeting the queen, you are meeting Obama, there are people, I'm telling you, there are a lot of people, they don't even know, they, are, they, they drive BMW in Brixton, but they don't know how to wear a tie. They can't know the tie. Meanwhile, you are driving an X5. I'm telling you, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. Most of them, they don't have a suit. Yeah. Unless there's a funeral. Then you go, they, 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 pick one from somewhere and they don't know how to tuck in. They tuck it, but once it is lying here. And so when opportunity comes, they can't present themselves because lack of training, ill prepared. Say training. I'm talking about, it starts from a family. We must prepare our people, anyone who belongs to every family, any family that will take over, must have these things in mind to prepare. Your child doesn't like reading, and all she likes is always playing with dolls, and you think it's okay. It's not okay. Let them have a balance. Let them be called life. You have to read. Great leaders are great readers. You look at me with that eyes. <laughs> of us, if we had done what we were told to do, you would have been far, far in career. But now you are still looking for a job. Or the job you are doing, you are not happy. Why? Because you know, look when you look at your friend, you were all in the same secondary school. But some of them are working 
In big, big places. Any six-figure salary. Why? Not that you didn't, you were any more intelligent than I, but when they were studying, you decided not to drop out to go and look for some quick, quick, quick money. So the future has a lot to do with your training. When we're in secondary school, let me tell you this. That was a good advice. When we're in secondary school, we are so much full of fire. Fire. Hallelujah. Some of, our, some of the guys around us, they say, one of the guys said, me, I don't want to go to school again. I want to preach the gospel. Because that's all that matters. His uncle called him. He said, my son, you go and finish and get the certificate. After you finish, after you get the certificate, even if you don't want to use it, you can hang it and now go and preach the gospel. <laughs> Other than that, if you go and preach and later on you realize that you need a certificate, you go, there's nothing to follow. We need to study. Yeah. We need to study. There are people, please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that formal education is the only way, only guarantee for the, for the future. But I'm talking about every family that will take over will encourage formal education. Will encourage and instill it into people. And then the informal education, that is even a bigger one. The informal education. When we talk about training, we are talking about development. We are developing people. We are developing people to know how to eat. Sometimes you want, you found a man, you want to marry him. Or you found a woman who you want to marry or something. You just go out for dinner and you don't even know how to use the cutlery. Or how to, and they realize that no, their father is big on this. You know, some people, don't, don't, everybody, some things mean something to some people. Sister, learn how to cook. Learn how to. It's all part of training. Learn how. To, what if you go and marry a man who doesn't like eating in a restaurant? Right. Or he must then learn how to cook. <laughs> and he's very busy. His job is bringing a lot of money. He will end up, when he finishes from work, he will end up somewhere. Where are you? I'm eating in my friend's house. I'm eating in my friend's house. Now he's didn't come and then it's 1 a.m. He's still eating in someone's house. One day you are home, and then you come with his, his little son from his friend's house. Oh, come and say hello to me. <laughs> but watch this. There are some young ladies here who, before they even go to secondary school, they know how to change diapers. It's good training. There are some people who are 30 years. They've not seen some. 20. Some things is so informal, you may not realize how important it is. So training. Everybody say training. training. Say development. development. That's why we take time to train people. Every family that we take over must train people. We take time to train people. In this church, you don't just become a leader or anything without training. No. No. Will Sensby do that? Sensibles will not do that. They won't pull anybody from the road and they say, come and be a departmental, uh, the store leader. No. But you want us to do it in church, we won't do it. We will train you. The cell meetings, the cell leaders, we are taking them through training. Some things, once it goes out of order, that's it. That's it. So we need to train. Say training. training. When we talk about training, uh, quick, let me give you some five things or four things that training will do in a family. Quickly. Training will give you an ability. Or skill. Skill. It can be acquired. Some skills can be acquired. Training. Once we give ourselves to training. Mother, father, train. I regret it up to now. No regret so bad. But I wish I had had the sense to have done that earlier. 
What am I talking about? My, my dad was good with electronics, electrical engineer, electrician, go through so many things. I was always with him. So I learned a few, but I should have learned more. My mom, hey, she can bake anything, cake, everything. If you ask me to bake cake, all my life I was with that. This woman cake bakes regular. I don't know how to do it. But when they were baby, I said, oh, this was for some people. It's not for me. Some women. Sister, learn how to go to the kitchen. Brother, learn how. There are some guys here. They, can, they are very good with cooking. Am I talking to someone? Yes. Sister, take what I'm saying serious. Take what I'm saying serious. Because, and mothers, let's, let's give it to our children. Let's train them. Let's train them. Let's train them. Sometimes in the office, I'll have a visitor like Bishop, and I'll say, I'll call someone, come and serve Bishop T. I can tell those who have been trained from home. <laughs> Bring the glass and just leave it there. Bring this one and just leave it here and make this one. Say, okay, I'll finish. I can tell training. But we all will not know everything. There are, but there are some things that are essential. So training will give you some ability. It will give you some skills quickly. Secondly, training will define your worldview. What's a worldview? Worldview is the way you interpret things in life. The way you see. Because some people have a very unhealthy worldview about women. Thinking that women are like second class. Some people also have a very unhealthy worldview about men. Think that men, as for, as for men, they are like this. Or as for boys, they are like this. As for girls, they are like this. As for people like, uh, of this uh, kind, they are like this. Worldview has everything. Some people have a very bad Christian worldview. Bad Christian worldview. Well, so training will give you a hell or will define the, the sort of worldview you have. And so, on the other hand, when you talk about worldview, you talk about philosophy in life. You know something? Some people will never do some things. Some of you, even if you are not born again, some things you will never do. You will never do. Some of you, even if you are not born again, when, when you talk about drinking and getting drunk, you will never do. Some people, when you talk about uh, uh, um, what do, uh, stealing and robbery, even if you are not born again, you will never do. Am I speaking the truth? Whilst else are there, are there people? Even when they are born again, hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> that thing is in them. It is in them. One of the things that beats my understanding, Pastor Charles, is Christians who lie with ease. They speak in tongues. But they will lie with ease. And some are special. They can lie to a man of God and clean their mouth. You ask them, oh, have you, have you been there? No, 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 I've never been anywhere. Hey! They don't know about that. Christians. And yet, it doesn't even cross their Christianity. They, they are very spiritual. They, they count that as part of spirituality. Uh, Pastor Church, remember when we got born again? You can't lie. A Christian? How? But sometimes, when I see people like that, I know the problem is the, their foundation. Discipleship. Tell someone, the Bible says, lie not one to another. Lie not one to another. <laughs> you know, when I spoke about lies, some people have become very quiet. I'm training you. I'm training you. I'm training you. 
It's my job to train you. Do you know what? Let me show you. Okay, quickly. Worldview, worldview. Healthy Christian worldview. And then behavior, etiquette. Etiquette. Some people, they don't have manners. And because of training. I met someone who told me, this is so preposterous. I couldn't believe it. But just that, because of the love of God, and you know, I, 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 my etiquette that I was taught home, I couldn't. I was talking to someone, a young man, a young man. Say young. young. Oh, my time. A young man, Pastor Philip. A young man. I was talking to him, and I found he lives with his mother. And I was talking. I said, well, "Is that what's going on in your room?" He said, "I asked him, Mom, have you seen this?" Mom said, "No, I'm not. I'm not allowed to enter his room." Listen, but. Some of us, sometimes, in order to have peace, you have to keep some things because sometimes some people, it's not that it, you've given them training, but they're also going to join themselves with some reckless people who pollute the training. That's why say, thank God for church. You won't say it. No, let's say, thank God for Pastor David. You know, with me, I'll say it. Hey! And I said, you, you told your mom she, she's not allowed to come into your room. You know what he said? He said, because, yes, it's, that's my private space. I said, so are you the one who paid the rent? Do you know how to pay the electricity bill? And it's your space. Now, the person was a genuine, a good person. A good person. But because of social affiliations, he's been polluted to think. It's his room. It's his space. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so, brothers and sisters, that's why the church is there to educate people, help people, have a better mindset, to deliver them from root to destruction. Training, say training. Training. A lot of guys in prison has a lot, everything to do. Most of it is training. Because if they have received certain healthy training, sometimes school, sometimes home, much of it is home, but sometimes school, or sometimes neighborhood. The friends people make. But that's why you and I have to make sure that first of all, we are careful who we associate with. And then number two, those of us who are raising children, raise them and put some strong godliness in them. And besides, besides that, raise them and put some strong discipline. What, let me, the next thing, training gives you discipline and boundaries. You can never rise in life. Oh, let me put it this way. The, the height you can rise to in life has a lot to do with your level of discipline. Everybody shout, discipline! discipline. I'm not surprised you will shout it. Discipline. Shout discipline. discipline! Shout it again! Discipline. Most of us, when we hear discipline, you think that someone has said about you. I know, I, know, I know you are struggling with something. Either too much sleep, either too much food, either too much TV. TV. But say discipline. Discipline is necessary in life. I, d- I discovered that most people who, the advantage of people who attend private schools usually is the discipline. Because yeah. private school, they don't take nonsense. Yeah. They don't take nonsense for your mother to come and be making noise in the public school. Anybody at all can be going, why did you be like that? And open his mouth. Like, no, no, private school, they don't, they don't. They will exclude you quickly. Yeah. They will exclude you. <laughs> I have a friend. His son attended private school recently. He said, my son has changed. 
When he, he goes to bed at a certain time, when he comes back, he always his book, he's awake early, he's, oh, some regiments into his life. Discipline. And that is why people who tend to, it's believed that people who normally go, will go to private school tend to do well. Do you know why? It's not what they teach them, but it's the discipline that is wielded. People who attend universities tend to do better than people who have not been to university. And so they will say, vocational training is good. But you see, the, the, the disciplines you give yourself to in life will build some things in your life, put some things in your life. Discipline. You've, you are insulting your boss. You've insulted the third boss. You don't have a job. You are praying, putting it in the box. You need, you need discipline. Lack of discipline is what is making you hit your wife. You are hitting this woman, young woman, beautiful woman. You are hitting her. And then he said, oh, it's the devil that came on me. What devil? If the devil tells you, go and slap that soldier standing there, will you go and say... <laughs> So you don't need deliverance. You need discipline. And what I'm trying to say is, training gives us discipline. Let's all say that. Some people are not disciplined. They can't even sit in church for one whole service. Every time offering, and it's only offering time they go. <laughs> Every you wait. Those have at the back. Keep keep around. You will see the records. I'm telling you. Every time, and some people, every time, right after praise and worship, now they, some people, when we come to church, they say, okay, it's time for the service to start. They, they will go out, like children, then they will carry the child. Oh, my child wants to drink water. It's lying to you. My child wants to drink water. They can't sit still. Discipline, you can't sit one place for a whole service and receive from God. They are sitting in the service, they are counting someone's breaks. Shout discipline. Blame yourself because it will help. It will help you. It will help. <laughs> say a rod. But another way Bible uses the word discipline is rod of correction. Rod. Say rod. rod. Discipline is good. It's good for the body. It's good for Proverbs chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. Discipline. 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 There's a difference between discipline and punishment. If you, don't, if you are not disciplined, you'll be hitting your child out of your anger. And you see Proverbs chapter 3, verse 11? All right, shall we already out? Let's go. Verse 12. For who the Lord loves, he corrects. Just ask a father in the son. You see? So, discipline or correction is an, is an act of love. It's an act of love. You can't love your son too much or your daughter too much. They are doing some things. They can't talk about it. One of the problems I personally have is I just can't keep quiet when I love you. I've seen you going out with this boy who is about to break your heart. And you are too no. When I were talking, you, you will listen. I can't keep quiet. Sometimes, that's why sometimes I said, but do you think I'm going to marry her for you or marry him for you? No, it's you. You marry her. You're going to stay. You go out. You think he'll marry you? He won't. He's already broken the heart of seven people. You are the number eight. <laughs> There's one young lady. She saw a hurting man. She started, she started making sure that the, the man will see her. So, <laughs> you know, we women know how to do that. <laughs> the man will notice her. And then the man noticed her. 
And then they're interested. And I told the lady, no. It's not your time. This one is not right. This relationship, I don't think it will help you. The man came and said, no, I don't think. And he said, oh, pastor, pastor, he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. No, he doesn't know we love each other. <laughs> <laughs> and, but thank God for a pastor like me. If you are close enough to me, I will, I will be hard enough on you. Just for your own good. And at the end of the day, this person listened eventually, but with a lot of pain. And she listening until, now this person can't thank me enough. Because he realized that, hey! Thank God for pastor. You know, I, it's better I do that. So tomorrow in future, you, you will thank me. Then be quiet. Then be quiet. You enter a relationship with a funny person. And I'm saying it. And you won't allow me to say it. And then later on, you know what they will say? But pastor, you should have spoken to me. I would have listened. <laughs> pastor, if you had, you know me, I will. <laughs> and now they, they put their responsibility on you. That you, you, you didn't help me when I needed your. Meanwhile, you attempted and they will listen. You see what I'm saying? The rod of correction. The one the father loves, his chest is, listen to this one. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 24. Put it on the screen. This is a serious one. Put it on the screen. Proverbs 13, 24. Worthy, and there he goes. He who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him immediately. Quickly. Quickly. Discipline that boy. Discipline him. He will disgrace you if you don't do it. Collect that iPad from him. Let him sit down quietly. You say amen. Amen. (laughs) Oh, this is a little boy. So every time in church, they are running around. When everybody's sitting, running around. The other time I went upstairs, the children's service, one one boy has caught out. The teachers are calling, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I say, hey, come here. I was going to church. I said, come. (laughs) What is wrong with you? What is this wrong behavior? They said, we are not raising this time. You will behave properly. (laughs) <laughs> and he started behaving and he knows I love him so my problem is I can't keep quiet when things are going out of order so the rod of correction is necessary okay let's finish this text <laughs> Proverbs twenty two fifteen. Pastor Charles what's your problem is it in your bible let's already allow it will drop it far away Children who grow adults who have foolishness, it, it wasn't detached. So they are adults. And <laughs> they are working like alligators <laughs> in town. No discipline. <laughs> Full of foolishness, patches <laughs> all over them. Uh, you are adults, but you are full of because anyone who comes, you, you dress so nice. Anyone who comes, you realize, ah, this guy is so foolish. <laughs> someone is driving past, sister. Someone is driving past, and he saw you with this your nice skirt or tight skirt, and he, so he said, "Can I have your number? Can I have?" Then you okay, this is my number. Ah! <laughs> and then you so I just wanted to see maybe you come to church. Hey. He called me. He said, he called me. He said, oh, today it feels lonely, so I should accompany him to that, uh, that place. So me too. I just, I, just, I just went there. I didn't know he wanted anything from me. Oh, sister. But immediately, I don't blame you. They didn't detach this foolishness from you from early. 
So God brought you to me. That's the job I've got now. I have to detach certain foolishness from people. Gently. <laughs> so you can have smooth skin instead of that alligator. <laughs> Did I say that? Bible said discipline and then boundaries. Training gives you boundaries. You must know what you can do. The guy said he will marry you. So he said, come and spend night with me. So you two you are going. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, listen, listen, listen. If you are here and you are cohabiting with a man. Ah. Hmm. It's not nice. <laughs> it's unhealthy for your life. Discipline and training will escape a lot of people. Many people, that the way they behave has a lot to do with the discipline they have received, either from home, from school, from church. Did you get something? Please, let's rise to our feet to close. Hallelujah! Father, we thank you. Thank you that you are building us a future in our family. We give you praise, Lord. We appreciate you for what you have done on the cross. Come on, begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.